and welcome to Charging Stallion Presents News We Like. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, the reason I'm instantly disappointed with Timmy <laughs> is because he always is. Deep down inside this whole time, Cam's just hungering for hate against yep. me. And I finally found a time to admit it out loud. <laughs> I'm glad everything's out there, Kev. Yeah. I feel I feel like there's a weight off our shoulders. Yeah, it's good to finally say it. <laughs> so it's a special podcast here tonight because, Cam, we've got a special guest here with us. We do. He almost said some of the title of the podcast. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but Timmy didn't allow it. He's we the have... unspoken mayor of, of, of North Melbourne. The, uh, the one, the only... Shane... From Last Chance. How are you, Shane? Good, yourselves? Yeah, good. It's awesome to have you here. It's nice being here. I've got the nice chair, so I'm really happy. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit jealous and it's my chair. (laughs) (laughs) It's very comfy. Yeah. Welcome. What's uh, what's been happening today, Shane? Very little. I worked and then that's it. I came here to this wonderful place you're... Nice, and uh, there is. A, we've put a table next to you that's got popcorn and sour gummy beers. Sour gummies. Yep. No yeah. idea if you like those, but <laughs> they're nice. They're really nice. And uh, Cam's put out a bowl of uh, needles, some uh, heated up heroin, <laughs> and he's really put on, really put on a spread here tonight. <laughs> You're welcome. That's the beauty of, uh, of 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 no visuals, eh? It's just anything that's in your mind. We've got it. Anything you can imagine, it's in this room right now. Exactly. How go you, go bro? dancers. Everything. The silent ones. <laughs> Do they just tiptoeing around in little socks? I'm good, man. Things are, things have been good. The week's been good. Uh, I uh, I tell you what, though, mm. I've been getting some rage. Some rage on the street recently. Oh, on foot? Yeah, dude. The, there's a battle going on. I don't, Shane, I don't know if you know this, Cam, either. It's, but there's a battle going on for the footpaths of, of Melbourne at the moment with the, with, the, with the scooters, with the people just not paying attention on their phones and shit. It just makes me so mad. Who gives you the most rage out of all of those groups? Dude, the the fucking lime scooters have started a new thing now, where people just think that you can just be on any on on, on like any form of transport that isn't a car mm. and be on the footpath, and that people have to give way to you. I've almost been in a couple of couple of head-on accidents because I refuse <laughs> I refuse play, to move. Do you play chicken with the green scooters all the time? Really, all the time. And you know what? I'm willing to I'm willing to wear some some damage to my body. Yeah, for a cause. Yeah, and it's but the thing the risk there is all of them are in suits, so they probably have a better lawyer than than you might have. Yeah, none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you noticed it, Shane? You're 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 well, on the street. You're in the I'm, you're I'm in the heart the of North actually, Melbourne. Yeah, I, I, we we move them about ten times a day from the front of the pub. But uh, about what six months ago now, I broke my ankle, and I was in the hospital at Royal Melbourne mm. in the emergency waiting, and there were these two girls there, separate, not in the same group. They had a giant. They both had the same injury under their chin. It looked like their throat had been cut. Holy Ooh. shit. Anyway, when we got brought into the actual emergency, I went with them. And I was in the same little room they put you in to do everything. These two girls started talking and it turns out that they'd both fallen off the lime scooters. Onto their chins. Onto their chins. Ooh. And like seriously, one of them looked like it was huge, massive. It honestly looked like throat cut. So anyway, oh. it turns out these two girls had both been at Thursdays at Yaya's, had left <laughs> within 15 minutes of one another, both got on a live scooter, both, same injury. But wow. not but not a head-on collision with each other. Separate, no, 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 separate, 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 yeah. separate mm. but had the exact same evening, ended up in the sa- exact same spot. Wild. Yeah, and I was, that blew my mind. I was just yeah. like, because they never knew one another. They started talking because of the similar injuries. And yeah, they, they like, should oh, be friends happened? now. I heard Zach Efron's chin came off. For <laughs> came <a while>. off. <laughs> How does a chin come off? He lost it. According to him. (laughs) Fell behind the couch. Because you know how celebrities sometimes look different after a while? Like you might be like, oh, there's a picture of Nicole Kidman. And then everyone's like, yeah, but she's had work done. That's why she looks different. I think there was rumors floating around about Zac Efron about that. And he came out to respond to those rumors. Like, look, everybody's saying, and I think he pretty much wanted a mic drop moment. Everybody's saying, oh, I've had work done. I'm going to tell you what actually happened. I was in an injury and uh, my chin was hanging on just by a tendon and the doctors had to do their best. So he's basically saying, (laughs) it's good that I even have a face. Yeah. (laughs) I tell you what, what might have happened with those those two girls in the hospital. Mm. Maybe there was someone walking down the street being like, I'm not going to (laughs) move. 
Yeah. And maybe it was me. Yeah, man. Twice in a row. And you know what? Zero guilt. That's savage, man. Uh, Shane, your injury, uh, you told me that your experience in the hospital was quite interesting. I'm not sure if it was that exact same night, but um, you... I think you went in with your cast and you needed them to tell you whether or not the cast could come off and you ended up having to do yeah, a lot of the job for yeah. them. So yeah, that was the same night actually. Oh. Um, yeah, I'd got, I forgot what they call it now, but it's basically where your leg swells up. Mm-hmm. The cast is too tight. Yeah. And anyway, my whole leg went black Whoa. and they didn't know what to do. And they were like, oh, well, we obviously have to take the cast off. But they put me in with a doctor and a nurse and neither of them had ever taken off a cast. You'd think that would be one of the first things in <laughs> yeah. the school that they train you. <laughs> it's also like uh, the, for the first thing to get thrown into. It's just it's just you're going to be a uh, you, you you're going to jump off a platform. We're going to chuck you straight to the ten meter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Straight <laughs> to the biggest platform they have. Just get, give them something to, easy to start off with. <laughs> yeah. Don't throw them into like a full inflated, almost completely black leg situation. Oh yeah. Well, it was, it was interesting. They did really well. Well, I had to tell them what to do. Which was a bit weird when you sit there, like potentially, like, oh, we might have to chop your leg off if we don't fix this. And they're like, oh, shit, we don't know what to, how to do it. Like, they were looking at you, like, can you do that? Yeah. Can, you, can you do that as well? They were more nervous about using the it's the little the little disc saw that they used uh, to take it off, and they weren't sure. And yeah, it worked out well enough. Yeah. But my leg's still there. It, it doesn't work very well, but it's still there. And so, it's looking yeah. palely white. It is very white. Yeah. I'm <laughs> it's not seen the sun in, you know, 10 years. That's a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. I do, I've got shorts on today, so they're, they're getting the full view. When was the uh, last time you wore pants? Um, What kind of pants? Like long pants? Or? Yeah. Like full full length. Because I'm just trying to think. I, I, that sounds I've, like a pickup line at a swingers <laughs> at, at a swingers party. <laughs> Like, I usually wear, wear like a jeans when I work in the day. Uh, in the day, because yeah, you, you clean. There's a lot of stuff in involved that you don't want on bare skin. Well, that's the one thing about owning a bar that that, that people might uh, people that just just tell the listeners a little bit about about the the feces. Oh, the oh. feces. Yeah, because uh, it's a big it's a big topic on this podcast. People love it is, poo. It is well, actually, well, I when you initially asked me. Mm. To come, I thought you just wanted me to be your poo jogger. <laughs> was like, do they want to take me out like on assignment and have a little run? And train you know, you. get him healthy and then just get him to... Yeah, that's honestly what I thought was happening. But yeah, the feces is uh, in pubs. If you've not dealt with it, it's something different. And like, I don't know, I think I might be talking out of school here. Leanne might kill me. But even, I think it was like four weeks ago, hmm. our upstairs neighbours blocked all their pipes. There's a hostel above us. Oh, right. If you've never been to Last Chance, there's a giant hostel. Yeah. Anyway, they clogged all the pipes and the old saying, shit runs downhill, it also runs down pipes. Oh. <laughs> but at some point, if it can't keep running down the pipes, it comes back up. Yeah. And it came up into us. For, yeah. And it was like four days of being flooded with feces. Oh, Oof, man. Yeah, it was good fun. But we, you know, you just walk in it and... Great pub. So, last chance rock and roll bar. I go down. It's uh, it's uh, the heart of North Melbourne. It's a beautiful place. Uh, really clean, really friendly uh, staff we there. We do, and we use a lot of bleach. I must say, if you ever walk in there, the biggest complaint we get is that it smells like bleach. Better than shit. Better than Way shit. better. <laughs> that reminds me of whenever I think of the of, of shit in a pub. Just the, the the it's what we refer to, and I've, I've probably told this story on the podcast before. But the shit mm. show we call it is when it's a uh, old cherry bar, which used to be on a. ACDC lane and uh we were charging selling we're playing with uh uh drunk mums rot tv and dirty fences great lineup great lineup and it was a great show and uh so drunk mums were headlining the show had gone great we'd uh we, we we'd already played and and we were standing up where uh the dance floor goes up into the into up those little steps and you look over um next to the bar right That's so you're looking the, i down. consider that the vip of cherry i know there's yeah. another corner which is also on the same level where the real celebrities go but i think the steps is the real vip of yeah. old cherry for the regular people yeah yeah for people that have no money <laughs> it's like the the um premium economy mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And and uh, and so we're 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 all watching, and then this guy jumps up, and there was the piping that went along the went along the uh, above the above the dance floor, 
And uh, this guy gets up and he's hanging, he's crowd surfing, he starts hanging off the off off the piping Living and it cracks, it and just and just this smell fills fills the whole fills the whole venue and the dripping of the of of this of this shit pipe and what and what had happened was there was there used to be an office space upstairs and no one had been up there in a month so it had just been sitting in the pipes for a month without it being cleared like a clear flush coming through there was just the shitty water sitting in the sitting in the pipes above the dance floor for like a month and this guy just cracks it and Mm. it was it's one of the worst Worst smells I think I've ever... And it didn't look like flowing liquid. It looked like a mist, like a thin <laughs> mist, like as it was happening, it almost like just like a, a cloud floating above everybody and you can smell it, but you don't assume, oh, that mist must stink. You're kind of like, what am I looking at and what am I smelling? And after that gig, back to back was a DJ, like someone big as well, like not David Guetta, but someone who like <laughs> you would be David surprised <laughs> was playing at Cherry and as we walked out, there was like all these people lined up with like popped collars and stuff. I was like what are you guys going into? And they're like, oh, there's a DJ playing. I was like, oh. <laughs> like they would have been paying like 60 bucks each to go dance in that steam. The funniest was uh, between between songs, Dean Whitby from, from, from Drake Barbs, he just he just puzzled, just goes to the crowd on the microphone. Are we, are we, okay, we're just going to keep playing? Okay, all right. I guess, I guess we're just, I guess we're just doing this. Was it, was it still flowing at that point? So it didn't actually, it, it was like Cam said, it was like a, like it was, it was, it was like a mist, like a, 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 a a shit mist. Yeah. yeah. Like, like they have like in a, in a beer garden in yeah. like Brisbane. <laughs> yeah. Where but, it just kind of stays in the middle of the air. It doesn't go down or up. It's just floating around. <laughs> oh, my <gosh. laughs> Can you imagine getting something in your eye? Yeah. Like, it'd be uncomfortable. Double pink eye. Yeah. 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 No, the poos and pubs are renowned. We go hand in hand. Shane, before we jump in the um, mm. into the stories, I was going to ask, what... What is it? What has it been like now that you're out of the as as a, as a bar owner, being a bar owner, survived COVID in Melbourne, which was fucking crazy for you guys. Just just got through by the skin of your teeth, and now that you're on the other side, how's 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 life? It, it, it's getting better. Um, it was actually interesting. We we're talking about this last week. We've decided that where COVID is officially over because bands aren't cancelling for COVID now. Yeah. They're just cancelling because they can't be playing. They're just cancelling because <laughs> bands are useless. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're like, oh no, you know, I forgot about, you know, I've got to go see my aunt in, you know, Swan Hill. <laughs> I forgot about it. But so that's starting to happen again and we haven't seen that, in, you know, almost three years. So it's it's really good and like the community and the band's been really good for us. So it's getting, it's back to normal. We love it. It's music five nights a week now again. So And yeah. you guys are putting together some good lineups too. Yeah, we've got some good ones coming as well, which I'm not allowed to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Have some gummy worms and tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Just get relax. into that needle I'll over there, needle. pop it in. <laughs> yeah. No, but it is it's really nice and you know the community that we have in a, in like and this is not just for our venue, it's every venue. The community's been fantastic. So thank you everyone out there. It's yeah, been. man. You guys had it tough. I was going to say, even when you're telling the story, just the end of like getting flooded by the hostel sewage, I was going to say, have you not been through enough in the, in the, <laughs> last, like, in the last couple of years? It's just yeah. been savage. No, yeah, it, it's interesting, but it's nice. It's nice to be dealing with like those problems rather than, you know, shit. Mm. Are we going to be able to get through? Totally. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Good. And props to you and uh, and and Leanne for doing that, man. Like you, it was so impressive to see see you guys survive what 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 killed so 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 many bars and so many businesses in in Melbourne that that, that were that were much loved, you know. Mm. Yeah, and it, it, it was. I think it was just I don't know if it was luck or hard work, or I think it was a bit of, a lot of luck and a little bit of hard work. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, we enjoyed it. But it's weird to say that. Like we worked more in lockdown than we did we do now. So mm. it was it was good. We, yeah. It was such a weird time. Yeah. Well, it definitely wasn't luck. And I think that you guys worked hard and powered through it. And I think that something that stood out is like, you didn't just survive. You also kept caring about everyone who's part of the community that you made. Shane and Leanne dropped me groceries when I was still in Melbourne, had lost my job. You and Michelle brought me groceries once, but so did Shane and Leanne. Even though you guys were closed, didn't know if you'd ever open again. Like you were going through that, not sure like, oh, what's next? Like what do we do if it can't open again? But you, instead of like going into a bubble and just 
dealing with that you guys hooked me up and helped me out when I was going through something so I think it's not luck and it's not just chance that you went through that like you guys are great people and you put in a solid effort so good work on getting to the other side of it because not everybody could no, it was, it was, that was all Leanne, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to drive all the here. way fucking over to St. She's Kilda. not here. <laughs> Claim it. Yeah, Claim that was it. me. No, and she actually, she, surprisingly, she did it for a lot of people. Like, there, there was a, a couple of bands out there that Leanne can't do anything wrong because she'd feed them every week. True. For, like, months and months at a time. She was yeah. just an animal on it. So she did really well. But, yeah, it was, it was a good thing. Like, yeah. it was the weirdest thing. It brought all that community back together stronger for us. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, good on you guys. Thanks heaps. Can we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some stories. A snake's head found in a meal on budget airline flight. Yum. A gruesome video shows how a severed snake's head somehow ended up in an in-flight meal on a budget airline flight. The clearly recognisable face with eyes was filmed glistening on a meal tray by a steward. It happened on a Thursday Sun Express flight from Turkey to Germany. Sun Express told uh, Flight Magazine, It is our top priority that the services we provide to our guests on our aircraft are of the highest quality and that both our guests and employees have a comfortable and safe flight experience. Not addressing the issue at all. (laughs) Okay, so they copied and pasted something. (laughs) The allegations... (laughs) Okay, they got to it. The allegations in the press regarding in-flight food service are absolutely unacceptable and a detailed investigation has been initiated on the subject. Until the research process in question is concluded, all preventative measures and actions, including stopping the supply of the relevant product, well, have snakes. been taken immediately. <laughs> snakeheads. No, <laughs> Everything no else. Snakeheads. Yep. We're okay with rice, <laughs> but no snakeheads. Uh, Sun Express Airlines is a valuable client in our country and a popular airline in Europe, which recently decided to further expand its fleet. More snakeheads. <laughs> They again announced a tender for catering services on board. So they pretty much just didn't, they didn't come out and say, one, how the snakehead got in there. Two, they just kind of shifted the blame and said that they, that they, that they love their, that they, that they love their, their customers and that they, that they want, want people to keep, to keep flying with uh, Sun Express. But they have said nothing that actually addresses the issue at hand. Do you know what I like about their response to me? It actually reminds me of something you told me that you do. (laughs) (laughs) So the line that resonates with that is, uh, their response was, these allegations are unacceptable, which is such a funny sidestep because instead of saying it's unacceptable that we maybe put a snake's head in the thing, they're saying these allegations, these <laughs> things you're saying are unacceptable. And you once told me that if you're late to things, if you rock up late and it's like 40 minutes, you're like, yeah, I just arrive angry. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're like, I just come in like, oh, huffed and puffed, like, oh, the trains and the traffic and the p- pedestrians. And then I act like I'm pissed off. <laughs> and I was like... You do do that. And, and it works, and eh? <laughs> You know what? I'm on Sun Express's side here. You it's should a- everybody fly Sun Express. <laughs> it's an amazing tactic. I'll show you the I'll show you a picture. It's a pretty obvious like it's an obvious snake head. Yeah. What oh, meal is man, that? What are they eating? Uh, so it's like a. I, 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 I went through some other True. photos. It's like a ravioli, um, ravioli dish mixed with some. Uh, spinach? I would say spinach. Yeah. Disgusting already. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the worst thing that you've have, have, have you ever copped anything real bad in a meal? An unexpected, an unexpected thing in a meal. For me, we were speaking about this earlier. But for me, mm. I opened a. Um, a, a tin of uh, it was the Aldo Paso like the beans that you get in the can the Aldo Paso the Aldo Paso beans and it was a, a toenail but it was oh. like it, it was like a, it wasn't a nice toenail it was like your granddad's <laughs> a bit yellow yeah 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 your granddad's and those toenail. are sharp granddad yeah. toenails are weapons eh yeah there's some sure. thickness to them like that shouldn't even be classed as a toenail anymore it, the granddad ones don't really have a curve to them mm. they're like they're, they're actually more like the first weapons that primitive people made. They're, like, <laughs> but my, they're that kind of shape. My granddad had no toenails on his big toe. Whoa. But he did. He had a little bit. It was like literally like 
three just, square millimeters and it was sharp never grew <laughs> never had to cut it, it, it but no t- toenail at the on, base or the top at the top like his Whoa. whole toenail was missing except for this one little like three millimeter square at the very top at the, at the, uh, yeah and it was like uh, if you ever like yeah it was freaky like and he's also got one eye which is because the, t- the toenail took the other one out he lost both yeah but no but he that it was so sharp like he could cut paper with it it wow. was yeah it was but no toenail at all yeah granddad toenails eh? there's something about yeah. them yeah they're weapons freaked me out as a kid but but then I hit them up and I said, oh, I've, I found this I found this toenail. And they said, oh, yes, um, uh, that's a, a, a new price. Collect all other nine and you, uh, and you, and you get a million dollars. And I got to eight. Nice. The grossest thing I've had in a meal was uh, along the same lines, human hair. So mum used to give all of us kids a haircut around the same time with mm. buzzers and scissors. And uh, her usual process is give us the haircut and then sweep and like wipe the benches down and then make food. But this one time she just missed out the middle step. (laughs) (laughs) And so we were eating pasta and all of us were just like plucking the stuff off the tips of our tongues. And we're all just looking at each other like, are you getting hair as well? And then like mum was even getting it. She's like, oh no, oh no. (laughs) So yeah, I think we got takeaway that night. But do you, when you get something wrong in your meal, right? And 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 let's say that it's not at a restaurant. Let's say it's like delivered or the or, or something along those lines. Do you do you complain generally, or do you just deal with it? What's your what's 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 your go to? It depends on what it is and yeah. where it's from. How yeah. how extreme does the mess up have to be for you to have a word to the owner, or like to have a word to I, the waiter? If a small business, I wouldn't bother. Okay, yeah. you, you don't even do it to small business. But if it was like say. McDonald's, I'd mm. just be, yeah. Come on, yeah. Like, yeah. That's a good way to view it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're the big guy, you've got more responsibility, I think. Yeah, yeah, and more money to burn. Yeah, definitely. I um, I got salmonella poisoning from a oh. pizza place, and um, and it fucked me up. Like salmonella fucks you up for ages. Was this when you lived with Dean? Yeah, it was when yeah, I lived you were with Dean. Out of action for ages, dude. I was so unwell, and uh, it was so funny because for ages, um, leading up to that, I would just like leave food out, eat it, do whatever, and I'd just be like, food poisoning's a fucking hoax <laughs> for years. <laughs> Yes, I'd be like food poisoning barely exists. It barely exists. And I, anyway, I get salmonella poison right, and it fucks me up. And the government gets in contact with you, right? So I went oh, to the. I forgot that. Yeah, so I went to the. I went to the doctors, and then the government, and then so they tell the they tell the government. The government gets in contact with you because they want to stop an outbreak, right? So the government gets in contact with me, and they go, "Oh, do you know where you got it from?" And it was a small business, and I said, "I said no." Mm. I said no. I didn't. I don't. I, I don't know where. I, I don't know where I got it from. Anyway, I called up the. I, I called up the business, and I was just like, "Look, this is what's happened." And then they went full back on the on the on the de- on the defense, and mm. they were just like, "You don't know it was us. Like you can't like you can't call us up and make these accusations. Da da. All this. All this shit." And so, Godfather's Yarraville, fuck you. You gave me fucking <laughs> salmonella poisoning. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I think Godfathers went out of business, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, too much salmonella. <laughs> you destroyed them. <laughs> but I didn't dub until what, then. What kind of pizza yeah. was it? It was actually here's the thing. It wasn't actually. It was the. It was delivered chicken wings. Uh, yeah, from a pizza place. Yeah, but that's not on me, Cam. I thought about it this. Is. I thought, no, it's not. If you're gonna have something on the menu, it shouldn't give people salmonella poisoning. Do you know what that's like? Finding a place called Charcoal Chicken and going, I'll get the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> And think and thinking and thinking you won't get sick. If it's something else in the name and you order the thing far from it, you're gonna get sick and it's your fault. Valid point. Eh? <laughs> Uh, Big Chungus is about to be added to Warner Brothers video game as a playable character. Are you guys aware of Big Chungus? No. no. Okay, so he's like a real chubby but lovable looking version of Bugs Bunny so he was created as a meme and he was originally shown in an old Looney Tunes cartoon it's from like the 60s I think and in that cartoon Bugs Bunny does look like that for a moment like kind of dopey and uh, chunky because he's making fun of Alma Fudd 
so he like gets a bike pump and blows himself up and then uh he's like body shaming elma and uh recently he turned into a meme because somebody sent a pretend playstation 4 game as a text and so this poor lady goes into like eb games american version she's like oh, i need to get uh this game big chungus for, for, for my nephew but now warner brothers have decided oh actually this big chungus guy is getting a lot of attention so they're turning him into a real character and adding him into a, a real video game which i think is crazy because there's not many memes that i think can come into the mainstream from from memes what's uh what's what are some of the other like popular Popular, popular well there's all of those rage comics which all look like real scrappily drawn um i can't think of any other oh, yeah the ones the that head. they're like they're like the sick scribbly figure drawn. in yeah, the scribble yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's i can only think of memes from ages ago now that you've got me thinking about it tim but there's that success kid that little boy who's like squeezing a fist of sand it'd, oh, it'd yeah. be like marvel saying oh we'll add success kid to the avengers <laughs> I like uh, it, there's that that meme of that kid from the UFC fight who takes his takes his real skinny kid who takes his shirt off and he's like chucking his hands around and stuff. He'd be a good character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is he in the UFC actually? No, no, no. Just a fan. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm Revved keen up. to get because I don't. I'm not in the world of UFC. So whenever I hear about it, it's when some news, normally about Connor, makes it into the mainstream news. The Hezbollah Connor yeah. um, feud is it real? Well, so if you don't know who Hasbullah is, he is, he's actually, what is he, 20? He's 20, 20 yeah. 20, yeah, yeah. So he's 20 years old and he's got a... He's real cute. Yeah, he's got a disease where he, he looks like a toddler. Yeah. Yeah, but he loves going around and punching people in the head. <laughs> he's a Russian child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He's yeah. a Russian man. He's a Russian man. Dagestani. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mountain people. I don't know if you're allowed to say say that they're people from the mountain i didn't mean that <laughs> hang on <laughs> hang on i didn't and if they came oh. here and if they came to australia by boat what would you call them then um uh <laughs> my neighbor my neighbor <laughs> uh, so he's a dagestanian man yes he's a dagestanian man he loves going around and punching people in the punch people there but he's become a fucking superstar wasn't he out here recently yeah yeah yeah, yeah right i think Declan from Ammo and the yeah, Sniffers got a right. photo with him. So, yeah. so that popped up recently. How'd they so, meet each other? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking... It's so crazy, the people that Emil and the Emil and the Sniffers have, have met. And, and Shane, it. you would remember this. Like I, I just remember them playing... Right when they first started playing backyard backyard uh, gigs in Melbourne and playing yeah. really small shows, now they're just they're just hanging out with with Dagestani superstars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wild, yeah, man. But Dagestan's like six foot three, isn't he? Six, he's giant. Can you imagine oh, them he is standing tall, next he? to each other? Yeah, he crouched in the photo, which is nice, I guess. Like uh, to do like <laughs> to do that um, punch pose that fighters do side by side. Yeah, but there was people complaining about Hezbollah. They're like, "Oh, he wasn't like he wasn't energized at his meet and greet." It's like, give him a break. He's one. He's got a condition. Two. He's probably like seen two thousand people today. It's quite funny when you rock up to a place and you you're complaining because someone didn't punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so I rocked at this joint. No one fucking smacked me in the head. It was the craziest thing. So I was so disappointed. Yeah. It's like going to Crown Casino, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Shane, you had some, uh, you had a, a a bit of a story uh, I, through the through through the week to to, to come it's, and tell us. It kind of like kind of ties in to yeah. the Hasbullah thing actually, because yesterday Leanne went to get a haircut and um, we were down the street and anyway, I wasn't going to sit in the hairdressers all day, so I went to an antique shop and I'm at the antique shop looking around. I walk out and I see. Two Mario's and a Luigi, <laughs> like dressed up like in the full outfit, and I just laughed. I what saying, age are we? Uh, are we talking to these? Are these oh, they would have been in their twenties. Yeah, nice. But all of a sudden, there's like a car pulled up next to them, and this guy got out of the car, and I laughed because I could see the two Mario's and Luigi, and this guy got out, and he looked like the human version of Bowser. So I've started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> But this Bowser has walked towards the 7-Eleven, which was on the corner. Yeah. They're kind of like near there and the, the Luigi's and the Mario's are smoking. But all of a sudden, the Bowser has turned, turned around. Yeah. And they started fighting. 
<laughs> out oh. of nowhere. <laughs> the, the two Marios, the Luigi and the Bowser brawling. So We're, three versus one? Yeah, yeah three versus one. Oh, yeah, shit. but both Marios and Luigi versus Bowser. It was like come to life. Like, was Bowser holding his own? Well, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what this story really is, is three guys, two of them dressed up as Mario, one dressed as Luigi, beat the yeah. shit out of some <laughs> dude on Brunswick Street. <laughs> and I was, I saw that there was a little kid, so I thought, oh, Jesus, I better break it up. So I got my best publican voice on and started ripping them apart. Yeah. And then they, they tried to fight me and the two Marios, or the Luigi tried to fight me and the Marios were like, well, I don't, like, obviously this idiot's walked into like a, <laughs> A video game. <laughs> I like break that. a fight up with, and he's not even blinking. It's like, so good that Luigi still listens to Mario in that situation. He's always a sidekick. He's like, "All right, guys." Yeah, we, we he was, he was, and yeah, it was really weird. It was just the strangest thing. And then I had to tell Bowser to leave. I was just, yeah, it was, it was a, a real. It was Mario Kart come to life. Love and it. they're out the front of Mario's Italian restaurant, pretty close. Yeah. To. <laughs> But apparently, we just found out that there was like 40 or 50 Mario and Luigi's around the corner at a Bucks party. That oh, could have backed him up. Oh, no. That yeah. poor, the dude would have got smashed if they all saw it. They would have taken the side of the Marios. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's lucky that they didn't see it. It's true. But yeah, that was, that was, that was my day. It was like... Because I was going to give you guys some local news because you guys are so good at the good news. So I thought I'd give you some local news. Yeah, we you. love the local news. That's Man. actually exactly the sort of story that we would bring up on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Two Marios so and a Luigi, Forta Man. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I'd, I'd bring that one in because it was just a weird one. That just, it actually happened yesterday. So love it. It was, a, it was a great Sunday afternoon for me. It is. Um, well, Sunday afternoon. It is interesting because... So for people that aren't familiar with, with, with Melbourne, that, that, that is like the heart of, of, of Fitzroy in uh, that intersection, Bruns, uh, Brunswick and Johnson, no, right? No, no, er, it was Errol in, um, on the Errol, it was just down the road. Oh, it it's on, in North er, Melbourne. Errol and Queensbury, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, on Errol and Queensbury Street. So as the mayor, you had to... Step- <laughs> the mayor, that's right. As the mayor, I had to jump in and make sure my streets were safe. But yeah, I was trying to figure out, what would, is there a mayor in Mario or is it Mario the mayor? Oh, there's a princess, isn't there? Yeah. That would make me the princess. Yeah, you were Peach. Yeah. Oh, I was Peach. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Isn't there I two princesses, that. though? Uh, it, it, does Mario rescue them both? Because isn't it Peach that's in trouble every time? Yeah. Or is there another pr- princess involved? I think there's two princesses in Yeah, in it was Mario. when their relationship wasn't going too well. They had to spice <laughs> yeah. it up a little bit, you know? <laughs> It actually is a good segue to uh, Shane. I've been doing a little research uh, this week, and the research I've been doing is mm. a little while ago. I spoke to you and I said, "Man, you would be the fantastic person, the most fantastic person, to run for the city council of Melbourne." <laughs> <laughs> and I've been doing a little bit of research. There is an election in twenty twenty four, two All years right. time. And Shane, I think that this is the perfect opportunity to, to ask you, would you ever be interested in running for city, out, council? Uh, for city council? For city council? For city council. Jesus, I think they'd kick me out. But I I'll, saw I saw a photo, did a little research of them. None of them look like you. <laughs> <laughs> which is even, a good thing. Yeah, which is a good thing be. because I, I think a little bit a little bit of diversity, they're all suits. Mm. They're all suits. And really? like some of them look like friendly people. Some of them look like a bunch of cunts. Yeah. I'll be honest. But that's all just me judging people off a photo, which is probably wrong. No, that's fine. People right. would think I... that about us by looking at a photo, I think. I reckon they're... <laughs> We're cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I reckon if I saw a photo of us and I was just like in a different like city or something, I'd be like, oh, not interested. <laughs> But I looked into it, Shano, and uh, and you can you can put yourself on onto I, the ballot. I could, yeah. and Cam and I could run your campaign. That's what I was getting. Is that you auditioning now for? That? Yeah, we right. would love to run your campaign. I'd, I'd like I'd, to be able to say that I know somebody in the city. In city the government, council? the city council counts as government, does it? Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to know that I know someone so in the government. On council, <laughs> like I ring my mate. He's, like, he's on the council. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but also on like a serious thing, you're someone that that that. There's, there would be no one on that on that panel. Mm. That, so there's so there's ten seats, right? So so you you're uh, you're going for one of ten seats, 
And how it works is like the ten people with the most votes get 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 onto the. So it's onto just the it's, it's a popularity contest. Big I'd time. Win that. Yeah, Big time. You would definitely yeah. win that. Bro. <laughs> There's no stopping me. Do yeah. I? Do you have to rock up to the meetings? I imagine you do. Yeah, they pay. There's there's a salary. Oh, you get fifty two grand a year. Fifty two. That's more than what I earn now. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. I'm in. I could yeah. double my income, <laughs> or more than double my income in one go. Do it. There we go. What's yeah. my platform going to be? Uh, I reckon. Well, we got to get on the socials, Cam. Yeah, I can do that part for you. You can. Yeah. yeah there we go. Yeah. And uh, I'm good at uh, causing uh, 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 some sort of drama. <laughs> so I mean, you're going to be the protester. <laughs> <laughs> But we, what would you? What, what do we want to stand on? What are, what's, what, what are some of the things, Shane? That, that if you were on the city council, what would you change? It's funny you say this because Leanne and I were walking down down the the road today, mm. and I started bitching about the footpaths. Oh yeah, they're they're terrible. Terrible. They're terrible. You trip over them all the time, and as someone who's useless, I'm tripping over them all the time. So that that'd be the first thing. I'd fix the footpaths. Number one. Nice. Number one. And aren't they wanting to re-energize the city? They are. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I could re-energize it pretty well. Like. <laughs> Mate, you could. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. And here's the thing, dude. It's like this is one. So when you get on the city council, this is, this is, you can't just come in It's it's and and be mad. This, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, got, you, you got to go in. It's it's city council first. And then this this is the step. This is the step yeah, to actually run in the, run in the city. I've always wanted to be a dictator. Like, yes. it's, yeah, <laughs> like I could just take over. I could elbow, elbow. I think that would be good because people are so used to politicians that they're like, oh, I don't actually know anyone like that in real life or that they don't represent me, all of that. So if people were like, oh, yeah, yeah. Shane, yeah, yeah, he gets that my, guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like the mayor in Geelong, that, that fellow that oh, was yeah. the, the, what was his name? Was the, the hairdresser. The hairdresser. He was great. He was so popular as well. Yeah, like People yeah. fucking loved him. It, it was the guy with the fake abs, yeah. Yeah. Jesus, I could get a pair of them. <laughs> It might, might take a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for this mayoral, what is it, council election. And this is the stepping stone. So I do two or three years. Yeah. Yep. Move on. Move on state, to the mayor. The new, new Dan Andrews. Yep. You'll, you can knock out that, um, that Adam Bant. Like he, I think Fitzroy loves him at the moment, but you could easily just... They don't like me and Fitzroy. Don't they? No. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've uncovered your first, like, drama. No, 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 it could be an issue. Oh. Yeah. I don't respect their kebab shops. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I've got no respect for their kebab shops. Yep, that's right. Well, the kebab owners can still vote for Adam Bant. That's right. And everyone else will vote for you. Yeah. The kebab game in North Melbourne is a lot stronger than the kebab game in in Fitzroy. I haven't even dabbled yet. Oh, dude, King Kebabs across from my place, that... Place is legit, and yeah. they have so they're three sizes. They go regular, king, and jumbo. Ooh. Jimmy G from oh, hold, hold dude, dude, Jimmy G from Bigger from from Stallion Dumpunts. He reckons that he's done a jumbo kebab, and that that his girlfriend had two bites of it. So, I, and I call bullshit. These things, are, I'm I'm not. This is no exaggeration. I'm talking how how let, let's do a measurement. How 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 big do you reckon that is? It's oh, like almost a, f- a foot and a half, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, bigger than that because of, like a fo- it's it's like I would say two I would say two feet because it, yeah. it's because when I think of a because fo- uh, I think of a foot long subway, right? Yeah. It's double that. Whoa! Oh, and thick and thick kebab. Hold on, is this on the, the one on Spencer Street? On Spencer and on the corner of Spencer and Dudley. Is it, is it one piece of bread or do they use several pieces of bread? Is oh, it? Yeah. I think it's one piece of bread. I've never done one. I've done a king and I tell you what, a king's hard to get through. Hold on. Is it, it's called Kebab Kings. Yes. And the king kebab isn't their biggest it's the kebab. Me- <laughs> That's their medium. <laughs> That's think- their medium. <laughs> so it's their medium. I think maybe they started off with that being their biggest and they were like, we need to go. We yeah. need to go larger. <laughs> I respect that. So, oh. if you are listening and you do have uh, and you do have some other things to send through to add to the campaign trail, or if yep. you would like a yeah. job on the campaign, yeah, uh, let us know. And uh, anyone you can, anyone, everyone's got a job. Yeah, call, uh, call Timmy up. Oh four three nine 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 four seven, and then just guess the last one because then I don't get the blame. Four one, do it, whatever. <laughs> Wow, so 
that, that's going to happen. Is yeah. yeah, we're feeling good about so it. So you're not really resistant to that, and I like that. No, I, well, I hate the council, so I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. It's always no, good to become. Yeah, what you hate. I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Self-loathing is a great yeah. asset to a personality. Yeah. Wow, I'm still confused. I still can't get my head off this jumbo kebab thing. <laughs> like, if anyone knows Jimmy, he's not exactly a. a, a there's not much of him. Yeah. Where would he put a jumbo kebab? Uh, he probably mixes it with his lies. <laughs> <laughs> when Jimmy told you this, did you straight away say I don't believe you, or did oh, you yes. say, oh, oh yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and he stands by it. So I think I think the only way, the only thing that we can do is mm. we all need to get together and we need to get a bunch of jumbo kebabs and and have a have have some form of eating competition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you can Good be plan. stoned. You can be stoned. That's okay. That's look. It does. Oh help yeah, you. I didn't think of that. Yeah, you, like that gives you an extra foot. I reckon. Secret weapon. Yeah. U.S. man survives three days in a swamp after losing his arm in an alligator attack. Oh yes. A man in the U.S. lost his arm in a brutal alligator attack and spent the next three days wandering through a swamp searching for help. <laughs> Eric Murder was visiting the the yeah coolest good name. <laughs> Was Something vi- had to happen in his life. There's no way you have that name and just oh he was had an uneventful life. That's not what's going to be said at a funeral of a man named Eric Murder. Like that story, he was born for it. Or to do the murdering. Yeah. Oh, one. he still might. He probably will. Or he has. Yeah. So Eric Murder was visiting Lake Manity Fish Camp in Florida in July when he got lost in the woods. When the 40 year old man found his way back to the lake, he decided to swim across it rather than walking around. Can't blame him, lazy though. <laughs> he admitted it wasn't the smartest decision a Florida boy could make. Yep. Murder told the TV station that not long after into the swim, he looked over to his side and saw an alligator approaching. She got my forearm. <laughs> she was trying to roll by and, the, and snapped her head so my arm went backwards like this. And he did like one of those movements that, that shows his arms going back. With he his was, leftover yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was dragged under the water three times before the alligator did a spinning maneuver known as a death roll. I've seen it. And took off his right arm. Murder said he swam back to the shore and started walking around screaming for help. (laughs) Bones poking out, muscles all turn. If I try to move my fingers, you could see it twitching. The story didn't end there for Murder, who still had no idea how to get out of the forest. I felt like I was work, walking in circles, he said. I didn't know. So I followed the sun and the power lines. Stuff I could see. The sun moves. After three days of wandering around, murder came upon a fence with a man on the other side. I said to the guy, a gator got me up. <laughs> three, days. three days. What a trooper. And the man said, holy smokes, man. <laughs> Uh, he was immediately flowed to uh, a hospital in Florida where doctors amputated the remnants of his arm. The fuck thing about this, right, mm. is three days of walking around with your arm just hanging, just, just, just hanging there barely by the flesh, you know? But the other thing, too, that he says, I spent three days screaming for help. <laughs> that's a long time. That's, that's, that's what, 70, 80-something hours. 72, screaming, yeah. 72 hours screaming for help. Good mouse then. <laughs> screaming for help. I mean, yeah. wouldn't you just get tired? Tired of, <laughs> tired yeah. of screaming? Probably because of like staring at the sun as well. Like he didn't do himself any favors, just wondering. <laughs> but man, I actually respect the power to just keep going after three days. I, I would just lie up. down and be like, oh, well, this yep. is me. Yeah, I would have yeah. given up too. Yeah. How would you, in that situation, how would have you ended it, Cam? Uh, <laughs> Use turn my own tendons into a noose, <laughs> or maybe just jumped back into. Um, oh, it was quite a rough way to go. I was going to say jump back into the swamp yeah. and just let them finish it off. Um, yeah, one of those two options, I think. Or yeah, I feel like I'm surprised he didn't die from just bleeding out. Yeah, dude, it's it's a crazy story that 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 guy actually actually survived that, and also just that. He didn't pass out and just die from mm. from from the shock of, of 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 having your arm torn off by a fucking alligator. Eric, Eric Murder doesn't die. He does. The, <laughs> he, 
<laughs> he does the killing. Yeah, he, said, he just said to himself, oh, I do the murdering. <laughs> yeah. I do, and, and, and every day since then, he's just gone back to the swamp looking for that gator. Yeah, and the gator's scared. <laughs> <laughs> the gator's like, how did you survive that? But yeah, that's fucked. And, and like, the thing is too, that, and not so much in this case because... Crocodiles are scarier than 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 alligators. Like the crocs, they should have gone. I would have been quite happy if they were extinct already. Like they should have. They look like they should be extinct. Every time I see them, I'm like, that should have been dead thousands, millions of years ago. (laughs) But they've been around for so long. Yeah, for so long. But Americans always say right, and 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 um and take gators out of the case because we trump them with with the gators because we've got mm. crocs. But Americans mm. always say when 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 they talk about Australia, they're like, oh fuck, going to Australia, all the all the animals there will kill you. They've got bears, yeah, and mountain lions. If yeah. you if you could be if you could be locked in a room, right, and if you could be if you had to be, you probably wouldn't choose it. But if you were, if you were locked in a in 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 a room, yeah, and it had to be either. Uh, uh, what's what's the deadliest thing we got here? We would say crocodile, right? If we're not talking about poison, because there'll be poisonous snakes. And I don't stuff. know the mosquito. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the mosquito. <laughs> yeah, the Ross River virus. Yeah, gangy yeah. and shit, eh? Yeah, and locked in a room with that would actually break you mentally. Yeah, <laughs> before it got to you. But you could kill a mosquito. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like the the the. But the thing is though, is that. I would much rather be in a room. I kind of feel like if you had a few couches, you could just mm. kind of you, you could can, keep could, away from yeah, the crocodile. you could keep away yeah. from a crocodile, a mountain lion or a bear. That's you're good, yeah. fucked. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way around it. You're fucked. There's they're yeah. they're way more scarier animals than what we than what we've. And also, if there's a snake, you can you can you can keep away from a snake unless you're mm. in water. Sneeze, yeah, yeah. Snakes in water freak me the fuck out. That's like them in turbo mode when they're in yeah. water. Eh? Like they work way quicker in water. Yeah, and you can only see the head, which is pretty, yeah. you know that's maybe what happened. <laughs> which is which is how they got the meal for yeah. the for, right. for that for, for the, the for the Sun Express the flight. Yeah. Sun Express uh, flights going on sale at the moment. Uh, Eighty dollars return. <laughs> no, we used to play this game at the pub in the afternoons. It was. Um, we what did we call it? We had a name for it. It was like jungle something, where we'd all pick an animal and we'd debate on who would win. Mm. <laughs> and we come to the conclusion that the most dangerous animal in the world, apart from man, of course, was the bear, like yeah, the, yeah. the grizzly bear. I, I tell you what, polar bears are pretty fucking scary. <laughs> yeah. Too. And did you know they had? I never knew this. They had black skin. Yeah, so oh, the hair yeah. makes them when they get shaved off. Yeah. Have you seen a bear without hair? We, Cam and I, Cam and no, I have No. <laughs> oh, no. Cam and I looked that shit up. No. Uh, dude, a bear, what do you call it when you lose all your, lose all your hair? There's, what's that disease? Alopecia. Oh, mange. Oh, mange for animals. But it's al- is it alopecia for humans? Alopecia for humans. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to take this over to Shane. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it, it is one of the most terrifyingly horrific sights a bear with that. It's, 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 it's straight out of a oh horror film. Oh, my God. Descri- describe that, Shane. It, I, I, it looks like an old man's body on top of a kangaroo head. <laughs> or, or kangaroo head on top of an old man's body. Like, look at the wrinkles and the... the look at the, the eyes don't... It doesn't look threatening at all. Apart, Oh, shit, no, until you look at the claws. Yeah. But it doesn't look threatening at all. It looks mythical. I think it's more terrifying than a bear with hair. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> a bear with hair, you're like, oh, yogi. Yeah, You true. know what I mean? But a, like that, that is, not a, that is not a yogi bear. That's some jackal shit, you know? Yeah. That's some that's some that's that, that that's some kind of shit that you that, that you get told in like those dark storybooks, you know? Yeah, it looks like there's something demonic it, about it. Yeah, yeah. The Mexican one that's the Chupa Cara, oh, is it? Oh the, Chupa Ligre? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Chupa Ligre. Yeah. But well, this guy Eric Murder. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why wouldn't you just chop your arm off? I don't know if he had any. I, that, that, that's in the story. It didn't say what he had with him. But it, you, what was he doing again? Was he tramping or fishing or um, just you know wandering, st- strolling through the woods? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and three days walk away from anywhere. Just yeah, on I, foot. Uh, yeah, scroll up. Let's have a look at this guy's face. Oh yeah, he definitely looks like a a a a. Uh, Produce of of uh, family fucking. Oh, wow. Let's be honest. Yeah, I reckon he doesn't know how he was out there either. 
His mum slash sister was really worried about him, eh? Have you ever seen like a crocodile in the wild though? Yes, yeah. yes. When I was when I was up in um so my my uncle he was running a hotel up in um uh, uh like Mossman up in north up in North Queensland and um they had like when you would go on the golf course there they had signs going that if you lose your ball into the water traps, mm. don't go get it because there's crocs in there. Yeah. And we're going on the thing and we see a croc down um, on one of the fairways and then we sort of go uh, fairly close, like I'd say like 50, 50 metres away and see this, cross, this, this croc going across the, across the fairway. And, man, they're fucking horrifyingly scary animals. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Was it an adult? Yeah, yeah, it was big. Yeah. It was really fucking big. Yeah. Did you ever get to go see King Wall, the crocodile? Is that was that the one that was in the fucking um the 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 one here in Melbourne, the sea? No, King Wall was I think I, I have a strange feeling he wasn't at Steve Irwin's zoo, but he was like maybe in Gladstone or somewhere he was Queensland, mm, yeah. obviously King Wall. But yeah, he was apparently a I think he died. King Wall died. Yeah, right. How old do crocodiles live, do you reckon? Do they live pretty old? I think pretty like old, I think it? longer than us. Yeah. You I reckon mean, like 100 years plus? Yeah. But Yeah, they would have to. Cuz they get gigantic. They like, get so oh, fucking big. Yeah. The same as us, 70 years. Oh, oh yeah. really? Is that all? Yeah. Oh, it's nothing. Yeah, 75 if they're lucky it says. <laughs> what, what does that depend on? <laughs> They're like diet and exercise. Diet and exercise. <laughs> oh. A British guy called Kirk is heartbroken after his girlfriend runs off with their lottery winnings. So Kirk Stevens and his partner Laura, his wife Laura from Nottingham in England, won 6.8 million Australian. And the way that they pay it out, this specific one, is a little bit over 30 years. So it ends up being, I think, like eight grand a month or something. But now Kirk has claimed that Laura dumped him after the win and has cut him off from the money. And there's nothing that he can do about it because she bought the winning ticket in her name. So the Daily Mail has reported that Kirk and his former partner had this deal where she didn't have to pay rent at all. So he he had this three-bedroom home and he said to her, you can live here for free. You just buy a lotto ticket every week. But now Laura's run off with the winnings and she's even texting him saying that she wants uh, the two dogs. The arrangement came about (laughs) (laughs) after the couple met in 2018 and moved in together. Um, And he said that originally Laura asked, oh, how much rent should I be paying? And he said, as far as I'm concerned, you're my girlfriend. You don't pay rent. Um, But if you could buy a lotto ticket every week, that would be the arrangement. Um, our arrangement was never very formal, but I didn't think it needed to be. We're a couple living together in my home. Besides, I never expected to win. The former couple had planned to use the money, which is paid out at $20,000 a month for 30 years. They were going to use the money for a ghost hunting business. Uh, and Laura said to him that if they won, let's just go full time with the ghost hunting business. At first it worked out well. And after the winning, uh, after they got the winnings, she bought a whole bunch of night vision equipment and cameras. And she, <laughs> she slowly started turning ghost hunting into her career. The couple would go ghost hunting all weekend. So they were still doing that together at That's first. Nice. Um, and then when he was at work, she would be at home editing the videos. But then they split up, and now they are, and now he's unhappy because she thinks that he's not entitled to any of the winnings, and she hasn't responded to anybody who's trying to get her side of the story. Look, she doesn't get the dogs. Is that too much? That's too much. You can't not give him any of the of of of, of the lottery money and expect that you get the dogs. You got to you got to like. I'm not saying you need to pay for the dogs, but you can't have to pay for the dogs. Yeah. And it's also reaching into uh, sentimental territory. Like she's obviously got everything financial. Just leave the leave the dude with something. Yeah. <laughs> leave him with like the the dogs are gonna die. You'll still have the money. Like let him have them. Kirk also sounds like a bit of a dickhead though. <laughs> <laughs> the both sound like giant dickheads. Do you not like the sound of Kirk? Oh, come on, neither of them deserve the money. Like, <laughs> if you think about it, well, let's start a ghost hunting business. Same. <laughs> Both need to. Fu- oh, That's they- the type of business that only a lottery winner would think this is a good way. Is to this spend, why all the lottery? Is it all the, why all the lottery 
winners lose all their money. They get the, the you know five years later. I lost it all. Yeah, so, well, fucking. You started no a ghost, ghost man. Like, yeah. How much did they? How much did she win? Uh, so it works out to be nineteen thousand one hundred thirty-five dollars a month for thirty years, but right. the total is six point eight million Australian. See, that's where the whole thing with the lottery things come comes down because it's like <clears throat> if someone got a payout, right? And the first payout was, say, a few million dollars. Most people would invest that in some property or something like that. Mm. You get the rent back. But if you're, if you're only getting 19 grand a month, like that's a lot of fucking mm. money. But if you're getting 19 grand a month, that's, that's still small enough that you can blow it every month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, true. you can spend 19 grand yeah. a month easy. Yeah. Like you, you're still at the end of the yeah you'd be scrapping at the end of the month going ah oh, shit you know <laughs> definitely <laughs> it looks like I'm on the ramen this week I think you'd you know? still need a job yeah yeah well because what oh. else are you gonna do if you don't well, <laughs> I would <laughs> I would spend it I'd just have like I've got three TVs in the lounge I can't get into the lounge because it's full of PlayStation games I got doubles of everything it's crazy what people spend money on when they have money though so my 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 cousin he was uh, working for a company and they uh, they took over a business that was uh, uh, a company that marketed for uh, it was on that it was G Unit, mm-hmm. right? And it's that that's do you a, call them a company, dude? So the, it, it was a company that did like um, sponsored like motocross and 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 all, all like extreme sports. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so my cousin took me into into uh, their their head like the headquarters when they when they took it out because they had to they had to go go bankrupt right and then mm. and the company he was w- working for bought bought the business and there was this room right so he took me into this room and the room was uh you shut the door right you walk in this room and you shut the door and it's mirrors on the floor on the walls on the roof just a room full of mirrors and in the in the center of the room was a desk and a chair both made of glass Right, and next next to the desk was a huge gas tank of NOS, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the guy running this business was just sitting there smacking down NOS the whole time, just going fucking bananas in this mirror room. Whoa! People go crazy with money. <coughs> money can be a curse. So, but you reckon they were planning the ghost hunting business before they got the money? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was see- he was seeing shit. He was seeing shit from the other side for sure. But no, a full. I, I've never been into a mirrored room like yeah. that. That's insane. It was yeah. bizarre, but it's, it was one of those things where I walked in there and and it's stained in my memory because I, I just not only was it bizarre to see, but I just imagine this guy being in there, Dave. Like Monday morning, you go to work nine a.m. He still worked the same hours, but at nine to five, he was just smacking off. But every like eight hour shift for him was actually like forty eight hours in his mind. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, or yeah. lifetimes if you're doing that much, Nos. Wow, he just because a mirrored room would already be pretty confronting. Like you'd get into some weird like mindset just yeah. sitting in there looking at yourself from every direction, like seeing the back of your head over here, the top of your head up there. But then he took it next level. He was like, "You know what's weirder than a mirrored room?" It was <laughs> think, all. It think, was, <laughs> <sorry>. Nah, just <laughs> thinking you're another person living a different life in a different time, and while being in a mirrored room. <laughs> it was also the Gold Coast, the fucking cesspit of Australia. True. Let's be honest, the Gold Coast. I love. Queensland but if we could just burn off the Gold Coast that would be good just a big fire yeah (laughs) just burn it away burn the sins away (laughs) well Shano it's been bloody awesome having you having you on the on 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 the podcast and um, we were just wondering: is there is there anything else that you wanted to talk about or mention with the with 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 Last Chance and with with things coming? Come down and watch oh, a show if yeah, you're in down, Melbourne. Come down and watch a show. Eat some food. We do good food. We do cheap food for those mm. of you that struggle. Shout out to Roger too, and because the chef Roger is the chef at um the, uh, along with Jay at um at at at, at Last Chance and. Um, what Roger can do with a with a menu making delicious food in um, in a meat option, a vegetarian option, or a vegan option, no one does it better than Roger. Oh, oh Shane! Shane reckons he might do it better than Roger. I oh, know, no, it is. We both do it. No, we do. We do it. It's vegan, vegetarian, meat of every item bar one. Yeah, and our menu is pretty big. So it's massive. 
yeah, it's it's he does a really good job. It's and the, delicious food. And the family meals were like and, and what sort of came and I know that you don't like talking about this because you're a humble guy, but what you guys do for the community in, in, in the way of having your family meals down there, you go there and it's and it's and it's between ten and fifteen dollars during the week for a meal and you get a full blown amazing meal that there's no way you'd be able to make that at home yourself for the same price. No. Wow. Yeah. That's the one that's the thing. Like it's it's kinda of, you know how you have like a little boyhood dream you're like oh when i grow up i'm gonna do this i actually did it yeah but man to get there i was so broke you know so yeah. i was like when i was like 20 and i'd eat never mm. so that's what i was like oh well we do cheap meals you know like but that means like, when they do have money they'll come and spend it on a friday night at a show so it's like yeah. It's an awesome thing, and if you come yeah. to Melbourne or you're living in Melbourne and you want to find a place that 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 is that that feels like a second home, that feels mm-hmm. like your living room, that that for all of us, for all our mates, is last chance, and that's why it's been it's awesome to finally have you on the on the on the on the show. It's been Shane. really good being here, and it's great because you know I've listened to it now because I usually listen to this walking. So yeah, man, I'm like I've got it done. And you and Leanne have been such big supporters, not just of this podcast, but of our band and every band in the community as well. So, love, yeah, so good love having the you stallion. on. Stallion. Yeah. Love you too. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Anything else you wanted to add on there, Camo? No, I think that's it, bro. If you're driving a fucking lime st- scooter down the street and I see you, you're <laughs> fucking dead. You're fucking dead. <laughs>